1: From Learfield in the south end zone of Kyle Field, this is Studio 12.
2: And the fight in Texas Aggies.
3: Performance.
1: On the Texas A&M
4: Sports Network, this is Studio
1: 12. Wednesday, Studio 12, right back here in the south end zone of Kyle Field. It's Will Johnson, Andrew Monaco, Matt Simon with you as usual. Plenty to talk about on this show. It was a busy night last night. Texas AM basketball got a win over Georgia. Texas AM baseball got a win over Lamar. Uh, also a reminder coming up. Tomorrow, 1 o'clock on the Aggie Athletics Facebook page. The stream of the Aggie Town Hall with Director of Athletics, Ross Bjork. Also tomorrow night, Gary Blair takes to Reed Arena for what is scheduled to be the final time Was as the women's basketball team takes on South Carolina. And at some point on the Friday show, I'm going to try to figure out how to camp uh, a sport hop on the West Campus for Saturday. Show these folks how to do it. We're going to map it out. It's another oh. busy Saturday. You know what time of year it if, is. If, I don't think you're man be, enough.
2: It would be it would be easier if he weren't working Saturday, yeah. too. He's got to do this. Well, if, if I a paycheck. I'm going to show the 12th man how to do it. He's he, he going to get paid and do it. That's the beauty know, of him, huh? isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's what I love about this it. This is
3: not charity.
2: <laughs> oh, God. Hey, we won by 14. How much did you win by?
1: Six. <laughs> don't think
2: Dr. Thornton <laughs> didn't think of that.
1: <laughs> We're better. You're worse. <laughs> I bet he called Mark Johnson to tell him. <laughs> 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 you might still be on the phone with yeah. him. Right yeah, sure. That conversation <laughs> may never yeah. end. Yeah, yeah it lasted till. That's sun a, up. That was a good night. That was nice. Hey, night you know what? Aggie I've got to ask you.
2: What was it like watching Christian Curtis pitch? I know you were all excited. I mean,
1: I, j- not just him. I mean, there are so many freshman arms that have you so excited about the future of Aggie baseball. It's incredible. I chuckled, what,
2: Chris Cortez Another seven Chris Cortez
1: (laughs) pitched again. Robert Hogan pitched again. We got to see Brad Rudis for the first time. I mean, the freshmen that pitched, the youngsters, threw seven innings last night, only allowed a run. Uh, Lamar got two off Alex Majors. But these these young arms, including Christian Curtis with his debut last night, wow, that's all you can say. And you love – the potential for the future with their development under Jim Schlossnagle and Nate Yeske, because mm. there are some flame throwers.
2: And I saw that. that I saw class. that one knee buckler he threw, and I know that Lamar guy going back to the dugouts, going,
1: "I'm glad I don't have to
2: yeah. see another one of those."
1: And but I asked before the game last night, "What was Chris Cortez touching on yeah. Sunday?" They said 98. Was he really? Yeah, I don't think he got quite that high last night. I saw some 96s. <laughs> but, Yeah, he backed off. Yeah, I mean, that's a change-up, right? (laughs) You could hit that. He's throwing knuckleballs in there.
2: You know, it's it's, it's interesting, though, because you have always said this about last year's pitcher. Bryce Miller could always bring it to a certain level, but when he did dial it down, he was even more effective. But it's nice Mm -hmm. to know
1: you've got that top end when you need it. Well, that's what these freshmen have to learn. It's going to take more than a fastball, and that's part of the development. You know, they're going to work in – a three-pitch mix soon enough, maybe even get to four with some of them. Uh but their development's going to be incredible. And I'm just so excited about the arms the Aggies have stocked for future years, but hey, it's not just future years. These guys can develop quickly along with the with Nathan Detmer. I mean, he I consider him a youngster. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's not I agree. well into his college career, but the only starter you've seen right now with a ton of experience is Micah Dallas. Mm-hmm. So, a uh, potential to pitch well for this Texas A&M team and the Aggie baseball squad beat Lamar last night 9 to 3 ran their record to 4-0 and then across the street at Reed Arena Texas A&M basketball beat Georgia 91-77 and Buzz Williams and the guys ran their record to 17 and 11 we're going to talk about all of it on this show we'll have Buzz Williams his post game on our next segment Buzz sat down with Andrew And Dr. John Thornton after the victory over the Bulldogs. And we're going to play that for you coming up next. Later on, you'll hear from Ryan Targosh, who was our Mr. Hamburger MVP last night. Uh, He had a two-run homer in the first. His first taste of Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do you get the burger if you're the MVP?
2: You You need to to start doing this. It should be
1: in the dugout when they come to the (laughs) post-game interview in one of those glove shelves right there. (laughs) Well done, Ryan. Take your burger. (laughs) Hope you wanted an original. Yeah. <laughs> uh, got you the number seven. You're Deal true. with it. Well, now I know what I'm getting yeah. for lunch tomorrow. <laughs> sure. What do you mean? Tomorrow. Well, a late lunch today. What do you think? i today and tomorrow. We yeah. skipped lunch yeah. to do this it, show. Let's go right. after you know. the show. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you'll hear from Ryan Targosh. I think we might even get a visit from uh, the legend in his own mind, Thomas Dick, uh, Texas Ooh. A&M Baseball Media Relations Director. Ooh. His season has started. I was talking to some of the players before the Sunday game, I said, you know, opening day's over, so the grind starts. They don't like the term grind. They Correct. said, look, we're getting into our routine. It's routine. positive. Mm-hmm. The only person that's a grind to is Thomas. <laughs> You're right. So he's the only one that's going to use the term grind. So so,
2: so uh, <laughs> Dr. Thornton and I used Thomas's note about the uh, notable alums from Lamar. Oh, yeah. Steve Rockefeller, the assistant for basketball Let's <laughs> go. <Busco. laughs>
1: <laughs> Thomas told me before the game somebody from Police Academy. <laughs> Had gone yeah, to Lamar. I, the guy that's always give, giving Steve Gutenberg a bunch of junk, trying to get him kicked out of the police academy. That's, that's and Tom, Thomas. That's Thomas's that media is relations Thomas director. in a nutshell. Yeah, so. that guy went to Lamar, and he wants you to say it on the broadcast. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, we said it, We said it on the broadcast it was the basketball broadcast is what it was.
1: Yeah, we got Coach yeah, Rock We on. didn't even get it in in baseball. <laughs>
2: yeah. Unfortunately, Coach Rock couldn't use his tickets. He left them tickets, too, for that one. So. <laughs> <laughs> but Coach Rock is a huge baseball fan.
1: Huge. I've heard him talk about it with you in mm-hmm. a uh, shoot around yeah.
2: that I've been to. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He loves baseball. Yeah. yeah. He'll be in he'll be in Houston this summer see some Astros, that's for sure.
1: Okay. Yep. All right. But he's got business to take care of first. Uh Aggies ran their record to seventeen and eleven with a win over Georgia last night. Uh, let's get your take, Andrew. And I, I don't know, maybe it starts with Quentin Jackson. I mean he dropped thirty one on the dogs.
2: Yeah, uh, he matched a career high with that. Missed uh one shot on the day. His first free throw. It's the only shot he missed. Go 11 on. for 11. Yeah. Of course it's a free throw. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I think that's what I'm supposed to do, right? Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah proper <laughs> reaction. Yeah. Makes his next six. Six for seven. You know? <laughs> 11 for 11. Three for three beyond the arc. Initiated the offense. You see, it was more than just that, you know? Then he had six steals. Quentin Jackson. Yeah, had four assists. He had 21 assists last night. The most they've had in, the, in an SEC game. The offense was humming. And uh, you know what? There was a change in the starting lineup. And Manny Obaski, you guys know I've always said this. When you watch a team over the course of a season, they're not the same in March that they are in November if we're talking basketball. And Manny Obaski is not the same young man who started this season. He gets the start, again, his first play, and assist. He's got a dunk at the end where he got behind George's defense, and there's that athleticism, there's a there's the hop, there's an explosiveness that we get a chance to see. I I thought it was, I'll go back, maybe maybe the Ole Miss game at Reed where they really won wire to wire, their best game in a while, 40 minutes offense-defense. Look, Kerry Oquendo goes off for 33. He's special mm-hmm. <laughs> for Georgia. He's just a, a score and he plays both ends. He's played well against, against the Aggies, but they really took out um, their other uh, three-point shooters. Noah Bauman didn't hurt him like he did. Jackson Edder, they got him in foul trouble. And I love that this team now recognized where the mismatches were, not just recognizing, but got the ball to the guy who could score and take advantage of that mismatch. And then talking about young fellow again, um, because Q has kind of adopted Mo, <laughs> which, which I love. So after shoot around yesterday, Mo is working with Buzz Williams. And, and Dr. Thornton says, Is he going to start? I said, Well, we'll, we'll find out at, uh, at six if he does. And Q's there to make sure just to reinforce and be there. Like he's kind of adopted him and taken him under his wing because Q has always said, What am I going to leave here? I don't want it to be just my three years and the points and the rebounds. So he and Wade Taylor, the fourth and Manny Obaseki, he's, you know, he's kind of, that's the leadership. Is there going to be when, 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 when Mo graduates, he, you know, is, is he going to talk about the impact that Q had on him? That's what I love about Quentin Jackson. Who's also, he's not the same player (laughs) since, since stepping onto this, to this campus, but Henry Coleman gets 15. He's six for six because he's, He's in a dunking position, right? He's in the dunker spot and getting that pass. It was just really, really good offense, unselfishness. We saw the one more. We saw them take advantage of mismatches. We saw them score. It's nice to see that ball go through the hoop. And they matched all of Georgia's runs. And then once they matched that 11-0 run with one of their own in that first half, they never gave up that lead. And Georgia, they, they – they chipped away a little bit in the second half. They had eventually got it to seven, and then boom, boom—a um, run out and a three. It's back up to twelve, and they win by four. To me, it was as complete a game as they played this season.
1: Mm-hmm. And then three to go in the regular season yeah. and SEC portion of the schedule. Then it's off to the conference tournament, which is in Tampa. Yeah, this year. Yep. So it's at Ole Miss, it's at Alabama. Yeah. And Next then Wednesday. home Mississippi State. Yeah. To close things out. Uh, conceivable if, with the remainder of the regular season and conference tournament out there, could get to 20 wins. They could. all the year. They could. Buzz
2: talked about the time of the year, the time between, and it coincides with the last six games, between Valentine's Day and spring break. Everybody know up until that point, everybody sees what you do. Everybody has tape on you. There's no secrets any longer. What's going to be the separators? And I love that word in sports. What's the separator? It's the effort. And the effort, as Buzz said on Saturday against Vanderbilt, you come out, first time out, you're down 10-5. First time out in the second half, Vanderbilt scores the first nine of the second half. So in eight minutes, it's 19-5 to Vanderbilt. That's, that's hard to overcome. And yet, the Aggies had the lead late in that game. So if you have a better start to each half, Maybe you walk away with a road win. And that urgency seemed to really hit. Uh, Hassan Diarra talked with him before the game, and he said, we have to have astonishing efforts in this game. And that's what you saw. And if they're going to have that success, and you look at the last six, they've now won two out of three. We harped so much on the losing streak. It's Florida and Georgia with the wins and only the loss to Vanderbilt. Now what do you do in the last three? It's got to be that kind of effort, because that's what's going to separate you from everybody who's collected all the tape of every game and everything that you've run. He also threw a little zone at Georgia, which was nice to see. Dr. Thornton loves to sh- just to shake it up, just to give a little bit of a different look and make a team figure that out. And again, it's Manny Obasici. If it's a 1-2-2 two, two, or that almost like a 3-2, he's off the top, and will, you know, that length, those arms of Manny seem to go forever. And you know what? You also got performances by Andre Gordon, I thought Hayden Hefner was really good again last night. And
1: that's what they need. Yeah, Aggie basketball gets it done, 91-77 to 77 over Georgia's 17th win of the year. And what's the multitasker doing over here?
3: Oh, uh, we got a little oh, athletics man. newsletter coming out here. Oh. And I'm actually reading Thomas's game notes for the first time with this spectacular well, line about the Lamar. Us.
1: You can just hear, hear it all. But here
3: with the Lamar Minnesota. ticket, uh, he left tickets at
1: Will Call. We'll have to figure out if anyone picked him up. For the guy from Police Academy? Yeah. We'll see if he was there. we'll get an update all right that's going to keep people listening yeah (laughs) it's called a tease but they're gonna have to wait for a little longer yes they're from buzz on on the other side of the break aggie basketball with a 14 point win over georgia and you'll hear from the head coach buzz williams his post game from last night on the other side of the break on the zone
2: College Station just got a whole lot more comfortable. Mizzen and Main, known for making the world's best performance fabric dress shirt, but now they've got something comfortable for every hanger in your closet. Shop their workday and weekend clothing, and that includes pants, polos, and pullovers at MizzenandMain.com.
1: M-I-Z-Z-E-N-A-N-D-M-A-I-N.com. You're heading on the road out uh, to Oxford and Tuscaloosa. You may need a little something comfortable, something cozy.
2: You know what? Maybe a little Mizen and Maine for the plane. A little Mizen and Maine courtside. Well, that's just Mizzen to look Maine sharp for- in
1: front of Buzz okay. in his three-piece suits. I mean, it's hard you- to match that. <laughs> really, really
2: hard that's to match right. that.
1: But I'm thinking, you know, an outfit for each. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Shoot
2: around in the morning. A little Mizen and Maine. You ought there. to go on the
1: road with about seven, eight different outfits just for every little post-game meal, pre-game meal, everything. We might have to do this. All now. Right. <laughs> Uh, Buzz Williams, he caught up with Andrew and Dr. John Thornton courtside after the 91-77 win over Georgia last night. Here is his conversation with Andrew and John.
2: Here courtside, I don't know who to start with, Buzz, but I am going to start with Manny Obasici, who gets the start, the energy. Buzz, he doesn't look like the same player tonight. I thought he was fantastic. Your thoughts on, on him and on this win?
5: I thought we played really hard. I thought we had a great competitive spirit. I thought we were connected. I thought our energy was superlative. And uh, as I've mentioned to you before, I apologize for being slow. I'm beyond bankrupt emotionally, physically and mentally, but we played hard. Not talking about Georgia, not talking about playing at home just talking about the zeal and the zest and the intensity that we competed with. And we have to do that regardless of opponent. We have to do that regardless of locale. And we can't worry about the result. We have to believe that doing that per possession will lead to the result that we want. and.
4: It was interesting, Buzz, when and, and the word that, that I picked up uh, talking to you or listening to the deal was production. And, yeah. you know, you, know, you, 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 you can say all you want about that, but you're talking about grace period, but you got to go in there. Effort's effort, when you know, that's, a, that's not negotiable. But production, and to see people like Hassan come in and ins- assist like he did. Obviously, Manny's starting and doing what he did. Hayden coming in and rebounding. Steals. So there was production at key times in this game from, you know, numbers of different people. I mean, whether it was Tyrese tipping something in or Henry getting an angle so he could go, there were people that were producing, and again, you put your finger on it before the game, and that's what you had to have, and you had.
5: Yeah, when I was young, you know, I didn't really know much. And uh, man was overwhelmed with the job. And what came with it was undeserving of the job. And because I was so overwhelmed, like anybody else, you know, you, you go back to what you know. And, you know, whatever the Navy quote is, you you don't rise to the level. You sink to your habits. And, I mean, you know, everybody talks about what we did at Marquette. We we didn't do anything at Marquette. We played really hard with some hard-nosed mean. Mm -hmm. We care about this possession. Like, our offense was green light, red light. Guys, when the ball – touches the paint the light turns green if you shoot that ball when the light's red you're subbing out and I ain't playing you again (laughs) simple and on defense when that ball gets to the paint and it's your fault you got to come out Mm -hmm. and that created this invisible edge and you know when you go through what we've been through over the last month you have so many different thoughts And like I've been telling the guys, hey, guys, I, I, I cannot anymore be beholden to what you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to do. And I can't be beholden to your this position. No, no, no. No, let's let's cut all of that out. Let's cut all of those. We think it's this and our opinion is this. Let's stop all of that. And that has to stop with me. Forget the position. Forget what it, you, you, the, the resume says you are. The resume is what is happening in real time. And then let's just play those five guys in real time that are hooked up at an emotional level that they care so much that it's visible, that they can feel it through the TV Like I told him at halftime, I messed up the quote. If you can read, but you don't, you're no better than the person that can't read. So I understand that you guys know what you're supposed to do. But you're no better than the person off the street that doesn't know what we're doing unless you show that you know what we're doing
4: seems to me it goes hand in hand with that i don't know if i've seen this team for this period of time the recognition offensively and defensively they they, they you said connected but the recognition who had the ball who was guarding him floor of being kind of freed up for them uh defensively uh, double teams rotations in the back and and, and that recognition part I, I, put your finger on it you know it was it was as good as it's been this year
5: <laughs> I mean, like i told the guys you know we changed everything we were doing offensively this is our third game We're running man plays against their zone, right. first possession. Right. They're in zone, and they're looking at me. Coach, they're in zone. Hey, man, I know what they're in.
4: It doesn't matter.
5: I don't care. We know where you, you are. if you care, I'm subbing you out. Right, right. You do what we know. And then with the mentality at which, if they stay zone, it just contorts to whatever we're doing. Right. had 21 assists. And nine turnovers, highest number of assists, I believe, in SEC play thus far this year, lowest number of turnovers thus far this year. We defensive rebounded 88% of their missed shots, the best we have done all year. We got to the paint 79% of the time. Well, they were in zone sometimes. Well, yeah, you play zone because they don't think we can shoot. Okay, well, the numbers say we can't shoot. Uh, we shot thirty five percent from three, <laughs> and uh, we shot fifty six percent from the field. That that I'm not being negative towards Georgia or Coach Green. I'm talking about our mindset.
4: How about the control, though? Too again, they change defenses. You attack. I, people play. We play with pace, but it was probably you know, Quentin was a great example of just being. He
5: didn't. Uh, he he missed a free throw. Right.
4: That's all he missed. He didn't run over anybody. How about that?
5: He had well, he had four offensive fouls at Vanderbilt. That was four of the his seven turnovers. Right. I don't even remember his two turnovers.
4: He threw one trying to throw it quick over uh from you know like a like a half court kind of chunk over number the number five. Of the zone. Christian Wright stole it.
5: After a free throw make. Yeah, yeah he just chunked yeah. it up high. Yeah.
2: Other net and Henry Coleman just touched it. Buzz, 46 paint points. You're talking about getting into the paint,
5: that that percentage. Yeah, and you know, like, oh, well, Henry's this position and so-and-so and and -and such-and-such are this position. No. No, no, no. stop. Stop. Me stop. That's not the player's fault. No, man. Put the five hardest-playing dudes out there, and we'll mess it all up but we're not going to mess up the effort required to be in a position to have a chance to win, period.
2: Boots is always going to be one of those effort guys. I, you, I, no,
5: yeah, <laughs> I, I, I should give Boots more praise. I was talking to the, the, those TV guys this afternoon. Like, I preclude toughness because – not because of my relationship with Boots. No, that hints his name. No no, he, he's he's going to be in there. And like yeah.
4: It sounds like, like there's there's four other positions that are open for uh, Yeah, and like boot.
5: <laughs> we're running plays with boots as the point guard. Right. And we ran the same play five times in a row. His decision-making. Yeah, and they're easy. like, Coach, no, 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 no. Run, 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 run the play, man. It ain't the play. It ain't the play. It ain't the play. Right, right. It's how, it's, it's, it's how we're playing. How we're playing. It's not what you do. It's how you do it. And at the very end of all of that, it's Simon Sinek. It's how. It's what. No, at the core of it, it's why. Right. Why? Why are you playing incredibly hard? why are you not playing incredibly hard at the core of everything it's always why
2: love the lap around afterwards as well love that joy that, yeah uh, i, I should do a better
5: job you know i I'm, I'm just you know like i should tweet i'm on a social media fast i should <laughs> well, you, say all this you do stuff, have a
4: lot of should, things going on there's, there's, should, there's a few things going on but, like, but i also love the joy of your players with reed Rowdies. Right i, and
5: I appreciate those saying. students coming I appreciate them coming. I do think our guys do a good job Absolutely. with them. They do. And I should do a better job. No,
4: hey, you're doing a great job. Pass them out like
5: donuts. It. Pass out burritos. <laughs> hey, hey, do they, all that stuff. It's
4: a likable
1: crew now,
2: I'm yeah, telling you. It's very a very likable cool. You got that right. Buzz, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, guys. Always, Thanks.
1: That's Buzz Williams courtside after they win over Georgia last night. The Aggies now 17-11 overall. And they're heading to Oxford on Saturday to face the Ole Miss Rebels. When we come back, we'll talk a little baseball joined by – Media Relations Director Thomas Dick, uh, he's got it all for us. Uh, Lamar, the uh, alums, the game last night. Maybe he's got some scouting sites to, to eat at when we go to Frisco in a few weeks.
3: Probably a breakdown of the That's day- Daytona it. 500 as well. Yeah, you know, you might you hear some
1: Daytona talk. Yeah. A little loose lug nuts talk? Oh, yeah. Should you, happen. You he'll know, drop that in there somewhere. <laughs> right off the top of that. <laughs> Aggie baseball on the other side of the break on the zone. Welcome back. Will and Andrew back with you. For some reason, Matt Simon wanted no part of the conversation with Thomas Dick. (laughs)
6: There's rumors he was I mean, you just ran one of us out here.
1: (laughs) Statistics would show that Matt Simon is not man enough to go face-to-face with Thomas Dick here. In segment three of Studio 12 on this Wednesday, Thomas, the Aggie baseball team, 4-0, got the win over Lamar last night. In a minute, you're going to hear from Ryan Targosh, who was our – Mr. Hamburger MVP had a home run and two hits last night. But you see the Aggies up close and personal, four games in. you liking what you see. I know you like four wins.
6: Oh, you definitely like. But go like, a little deeper than that. You definitely <laughs> like four wins. Uh, what I learned back in the day is losses in uh, February and March become must-wins in April and May. Yeah, good point. So,
1: mm-hmm.
6: um, yeah. You want to get those in while you can. And if you look at this weekend – they won in various different ways. You get the blow it on Friday. You get the uh, Saturday early lead, but then got to fight them off late. Um, and then Sunday you get to come from behind, walk off. So you get to see how they uh, react under different conditions, and, and you get the bonus of getting wins after each of them.
1: All right, Thomas Dick joining us, Texas A&M Baseball Media Relations Director. The Aggies 4-0 and after the win over Lamar last night. More from Thomas in just a second, but we want to get you Ryan Targosh on our post game conversation with him as we elected him the MVP after getting two hits and a home run yesterday evening. Here is Ryan Targosh from the post game. And here he is, Ryan Targosh. It's uh, Will Johnson and Coach Johnson up in the booth. Do you have us, Ryan? Howdy, howdy. No, How right you, Ryan Targosh, our Mr. Hamburger most valuable player. We're talking with him right now and uh, let's just get it started with that first inning. Even before you came to bat, I mean, do you come up with there with a little confidence after seeing the Aggies wrap the baseball around in that first inning?
7: Oh yeah, that definitely plays a big part in it. I mean, just seeing the <laughs> seeing the guys going up there and just taking good swings, that just gets everybody going in the dugout. And it just going up there that I bat just had a full confidence in myself.
1: And uh, just this team, well, your impressions of your team thus far, Ryan, as. Uh, you guys moved to four and zero with this
7: win. Oh man, just this this year so far. I mean, it's just been a big game changer, and everybody's they're buying in, they're buying into this uh, culture that we've created over here, and everything's just been awesome. I mean, everybody's buying in one by one, and it's just all of us, all of us going together to one goal, and that's going to it's winning the national championship. Ryan, this is Coach Johnson. I enjoyed watching you,
4: watching you play. I enjoy your bat speed, and so I, <laughs> and I mentioned your bat speed. And it's, it's such a controlled power base that you have, uh, and so I, I got some credit because I call—I didn't call the shot—but I said I really like this guy's bat speed. And you absolutely <laughs> drilled right off the bat. But yeah, seriously, it was—it's good to see you healthy. It's good to see you out there playing. Uh, I know you're a South Texas guy, and so I have a little heart for that. And oh yeah. So uh, oh yeah. It was. It's good to see you play.
7: Yes, sir. It definitely feels good to be out there with everybody. I know being being out for those three to four months was very tough, but I knew I had, you know, I had stuff to do on my own, and I had to get back with everybody so well you're patient and you worked at
4: it and you didn't give in and uh, still a a road in front of you a journey in front of you with some goods and bads but uh, it's good to see you out there yes sir yes sir
1: and uh ryan i just want to ask you this before uh, you get off with us Uh, we see a lot of these young pitchers that uh, you know a lot of this team had to face fall ball preseason camp but when you see young pitchers like robert hogan and chris cortez go out there and and do that kind of work that they're doing. Uh, it, it, does it kind of give you hope for a bright future
7: for Texas A&M? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Seeing all these young arms facing in this fall was just unbelievable. Seeing guys, you know, they're throwing up some good num- some good numbers up there, and you know, it's it's not it's never an easy day, and so we have to go up there and work our butts off as hitters. But you know, we have to give credit to them, and they've been doing an outstanding job. Couldn't be more proud of them.
1: All right, we appreciate your time, Ryan. Congratulations on the victory tonight.
7: Yes, sir. Thank you, sir.
1: So, Ryan joining us on last night's post game, He had the first inning home run capping off a five-run frame, and the Aggies never looked back against Lamar. And we were talking about this earlier that it's kind of exciting to see some of those young arms roll out there for Texas A&M, and, and you got to see four of them last night essentially. But uh, Jim Schlossnagel, he's kind of stockpiling some arms that could be good this year, but. We definitely think they'll be good for the future of Aggie baseball.
6: And definitely like the opening weekend, only walking three guys. I know we walked a couple more last night. but mm-hmm. um, Free bases are never good. <laughs> free bases. Now, we hit it. We hit some guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we hit some guys. So, uh, if we don't hit guys and we don't walk guys, it makes the game a lot easier.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I like the way uh, Coach Schloss talks about freebies. Yeah. I like that a lot.
1: Well, he had that uh... – what do he say in the pregame interview with you on Sunday? They have the free base chart. Yeah, and the number on Friday was astronomical for Fordham. Forty-eight, base, I believe. yeah, yeah. I think A and M only gave up six. Yeah, so I mean, and and look at the score. Right, that's right. that's what it's it does telling. Right, yeah, there. absolutely
2: telling. I had to chuckle after the game wrap up. I get in the car, put the game on, and Austin Boast is up, and it's. Two doubles and a triple. And I'm like, yep, nine drives on demand. I know the I know the second double was lucky. That was Thomas's You, Thomas mentioned, you scoring. mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But oh. I'm like, yeah, a double, triple. Yeah, that sounds like Austin. That's well, for sure. It, and Brett Minnick is swinging it. Yeah, oh. he did
6: well. If night. everything goes right, this will be my last year of official scoring. Probably the worst job in all of athletics. <laughs> um. You
2: make one side mad.
6: Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And yeah, you get the stink eye from people. I don't like the stink eye. I'm a... I'm a jovial person by trade, so. Well,
1: I was with Thomas opening day by the batting cage when Michael Early found <laughs> him, our hitting coach. Uh, he told Thomas, you know the rules. The ball's <laughs> in play, and we're not out it's a hit <laughs> <laughs> so thomas has his instructions i don't know what's so hard about it
2: it's already been spelled out for him. <laughs> so, aggies are hitting 800 at home and
1: 143 on the road and all equates about 400 <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> that's exactly right so I,
2: I learned a long time ago in minor league ball tommy jones uh, god rest his soul you uh loved working with him for one year and um uh, the thing that gets official scores is when you got to run into the gap for a ball. So you have a guy running off his glove, and it falls, and and fans automatically think oh, that's an error because he got his glove on it. Tommy was always like, once you get to ten or fifteen steps, that's not an easy catch any longer. Mm-hmm. And I always kind of remembered that. There's there's also other ones, but it was interesting. Because depending on the manager, some managers were really good to talk to. Terry Francona, when he was in Birmingham, great to talk to when it came to official scoring. Because yep. he would say, this is how I saw it. How, what did you see? He was really good. There were some other managers. They just wanted a hit for their guy. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, what
6: gets me is back in the 1800s, there was some genius <laughs> that said, you know what? Not being able to look into the sun and figure out where the ball's at is a hit i just don't get that but that's what they like to me that's part of fielding if you're a good fielder you know how to shield your eyes well see, yeah. you, but, see to me but either, but you either baseball, made a mistake
2: or you didn't
1: yeah i mean come on
2: well so. it's like you know ron gardner would say you have sunglasses flip them down yeah. <laughs> so that, that's the thing that gets me and
6: yeah it's uh it's, it's in' sure. spot and there should be a robot you know robots eventually going to take over the world why can they not official score <laughs>
1: That's a good point. They're going to really umpire soon one. enough. <laughs> yeah. They're going to umpire here pretty soon. Yeah. They can go ahead and score the game too. Yeah, so. Hey, did the Lamar alum? Uh, he, he did not. Take the tickets? He did
6: not. We did not. The get, police academy yeah, actor. G, yeah, G.W. Bailey. I don't know yeah. if you guys ever. Get a chance to watch Police Academy one through seven, like back to back to back to back. Yeah, I'm gonna binge that now. Which I did that during COVID. Did you? Yeah, because they had them all on one of the things, Netflix, Hulu. I, I have bootlegs to most of those thingies, <laughs> and yeah, I think it was on Netflix. I watched them all back to back to back. You think the plots are different, but or they're the same, but they're still good. Yeah, you know, if
2: it works. Yeah,
6: Cra-
1: Proctor. Cra- <laughs> it <laughs> just crank out money, Wasn't baby. High Tower, like Mean Joe Green, and that. No, movie. Ed Tuttle Jones. Tall Jones. G.W. Yeah.
2: Bailey was also late in the Mash series. Yeah, or was he not? Yeah, not late.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, the Aggies are 4 0, and they got Penn coming to town. Who, has you researched the famous Penn alum? There's I have plenty.
6: But will will be leaving some tickets. Someone's I got, got their hand i are
1: not raised. a Penn alum. No, no, I've got one. Andrew's got his hand raised. I didn't one. go
2: to Penn. No, I went past it a lot of times. <laughs> yeah. I've got one. What do you got? Doug Glanville. Doug Glanville, Penn, Quaker. Yeah, all
6: right. Played their number 10 pick I don't know if i like, like, I like to leave tickets for like movie
2: actors. Oh, I get you. So. No, I get you. No, I just. We'll I'd, see. He's going to hear this story again on Sunday. Yeah. Oh no! I don't get you Sunday. Scott's going to hear it on Sunday. He's, he's that's right. That's right. Yeah, he's, he's got is, the first two games. Oh yeah, collar. we're missing each other this week. <laughs> it's yeah, white, that's right. white collar. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
6: I'm yeah no but you collar. know what? The
2: problem is that he's got to have the right scarf with that white at, collar. Oh yeah. Oh, what he has that. <laughs> and those people that don't get night, to see.
1: Friday night is scarf weather at the ballpark. <laughs> yeah. I am in. Those, those guys, people, Scar- scarf for Ascot. <laughs> you, you guys can throw. Who?
0: Matt Penn? Simon
1: Elon Musk? rings in with Elon Musk as a Penn alum. He can buy t- leave he him can tickets. Get t- no, leave can, him tickets. No, leave him tickets.
6: So, uh, yeah, I expect to see Will Johnson in an ascot like Mr. Furley. I will be. <laughs> Friday night, not-
1: I'm in it. Friday night, I'm in it for the Aggies and Penn, 632 first pitch. Uh, before you go, the real information of your job yep. in two weeks we will be in Frisco. Friday night and Saturday night, there's going to be as many as eight to 10,000 Aggies in that stadium yeah, you betcha. for the cl- college classic up there. Where are they eating? Where are we eating on the road trip? First road trip of the year. It depends
6: (laughs) on if you like driving, if you want to go for a bit of a drive. I found this before Texas Monthly. Well, you're driving. I don't know. I with you. I don't know why I don't get paid by Texas Monthly. I found this spot uh, two years before they named it the number one barbecue place in Texas. It was actually the week before COVID hit. Frisco Classic, I went with uh, my student assistant at the time, Ollie Garcia, to Goldie's in outside of uh, Fort Worth. Goldie's. Goldie's, G-O-L-D-E-E-S. Uh-huh. Best barbecue you'll find. And, of course, they're number one, in now Texas Monthly and all those people over there, they claim they found it. They didn't find it. And I, fu- you're t- I found it. But you're
1: taking Andrew and I to a tamale place.
6: Uh, Tommy's Tamales, or Tommy Tamales <laughs> in... Uh, <laughs> I want to say it's in Grapevine, really good place. Get yourself a tamale. I mean, bowl. we're all driving to Frisco. We can drive a little
1: bit more. Yeah. Well, we're getting in with Tommy once we get there.
6: Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, well, not no, Tommy's
1: tamales. We're getting in with Thomas.
6: And then we, yeah. we might get to Kenny's Wood Fired Grill. You know,
2: it's yeah, more of an evening.
1: Well, they have a hamburger a place. Of we can go. They to do Ken- have a hamburger Kenney's, place. Kenny's yeah, hamburger
6: yeah, spot. That's a good point.
2: Yeah. You know why? He, he 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 wants to be sober for his games. That's why he's not going to Kenny's. Well, <laughs> yeah. Tell,
6: tell me I have to. That and I got to be sober to watch whatever NASCAR race is going that week. Oh, my God. I noticed you guys didn't want to talk about well, that. Well, <laughs> get,
1: get your plug in. We got to go to break. we yeah. get your plug in. Uh, yeah. If you guys uh,
6: <laughs> loose lug nuts podcast uh, for the average NASCAR fan, I'm looking for sponsors. I don't know if I'm allowed to drop that. If sure. Go wants ahead. To, uh, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Miz in Maine. Would you like <laughs> <laughs> Anybody out there wants to reach the uh, blue-collar Americans, uh, come through
2: us. We'll...
1: All right. And I've also got a future podcast idea for Thomas that maybe he'll accept, and uh, we'll, we'll see if we can You've told me
2: this one. To... Yeah. I like this one a lot.
1: <laughs> I like this one a lot. All right, Thomas. We'll see you Friday night for Penn. Gonna Can't be, wait uh, to see it, at Frisco yeah, at the Tamale Place. <laughs> yeah,
6: definitely going to be uh, dress up warm. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Scarf
1: yeah. or ascot, your option. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Dick, Media Relations Director for Texas A&M Baseball. We thank him for joining us. The Aggies 4-0 after the win over Lamar last night. We are back in a bit on The Zone. Welcome back, Studio 12. Matt has returned now that Thomas has left. Yeah. I'm here you to, weren't man enough. Be in the same you room. clearly weren't man no. enough.
3: I'm here to do the composite calendar for you, Wilson. Oh, so, uh, Okay. That, Since we don't have see, a, that's a good live information. show, is
2: loose lug nuts on that calendar? If not, it's not complete. Uh, the you know, full I,
3: with logo and sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never know when those shows come out. You know, as a diehard listener, I just uh, you know it's kind of random. Well, just they, up they, they, in the I'm air. sure there was one after the Great American Race. Well, I'll, I'll check. I'll check my podcast <laughs> feed and see.
2: That yeah. was the that was Thomas's one year anniversary. That's right. Lugnotes. That's right. Evan comes later. Yeah. Evan's like when they changed the Evan's not and the senior member. No, no. Oh. When they when they changed. When when BJ replaced Trapper. is like Matt, like later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like when the mom disappeared. Mm. What was uh, uh was that Family Matters or what was the show oh, where the mom were... disappeared?
1: No. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> she never came back. Yeah. <laughs> was it
2: Urkel's show? It she may did? have been. I don't yeah. know. I don't remember. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, what do you got on the calendar? Well, tomorrow
3: night, of course, <laughs> yeah. uh, Coach Blair's final game, uh, 7.30, number one South Carolina coming to Reed Arena. Get there early, folks. We want you out there. We want to pack the place, but there'll be a lot of really cool things going on throughout the game to honor Coach. Uh, I'd recommend getting there a little before 7, 7.15, somewhere up in there. But there'll be a lot of stuff pregame, and then, of course, a big ceremony postgame. So that is tomorrow night. That is the women's home finale. This weekend, softball hosting the Reveille Classic. Uh, three days. Five games for the Aggies and two all are big but two are very big games uh, top uh, or 11th ranked Oklahoma State World Series team last year coming in uh, that series that that schedule is Friday Saturday and Sunday the Aggies will play Oklahoma State Saturday and Sunday and that of course baseball hosting the three-game set with Penn 630 Friday 2 o'clock Saturday 1 o'clock Sunday track and field SEC indoor championships <laughs> mm-hmm. Friday Running events start at 5 o'clock. Saturday, running events start at 4 o'clock. It is probably the best track meet in the country, even including the NCAA championship, so we highly recommend if you want to give track a shot, come on out and check that out. Uh, Soccer hosting a couple of exhibition matches Friday night, 6 o'clock and 8.30. That's free admission for that. We got women's tennis on Saturday at noon against Rice. We got men's tennis on Sunday at 1 against SMU, so Will, I think your credential is going to uh, really earn its keep this weekend. He can do business. this.
1: Can. Need that wristband. I'm telling that you, wristband. Andrew's got a good idea. Yeah. Let's get the wristbands yeah. and you just go where you ride you want. all the rides. <laughs> That's right. Fast passing. <laughs> Lightning lane yeah. Whatever you want. Yeah.
2: yeah. Just, just, just park and walk in any direction.
1: Yeah. North, south, east, west, you're, gonna you're going to hit an athletic <laughs> event. You're going to hit an athletic You're going to walk right yourself. into the doors of the gates of Absolutely. an athletic
2: <laughs> event. That's <Yeah>, fantastic.
3: <laughs> and, you know, we also use like a, a weekend like this where there are some weather concerns on certain days of the weekend. We always ask you to uh, download that 12th Man mobile app for free. Make sure your push notifications are on. We will keep you posted. If right now everything's the same, everything's rolling along. But if something were to change, that's the easiest way for you to find out if anything, in the outdoor space will move around. So 12th Man mobile app, uh,
1: we highly recommend you download that for free. All right, and tomorrow at 1 o'clock, Ross Bjork's Aggie Town Hall on the Aggie Athletics Facebook page, a live stream. Already got a bunch of questions from the 12th Man, so we will play that again for you on the Friday edition of Studio 12. Maybe we'll see how Ross is going to sport hop over there on the West Campus on Saturday. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he'll have a good guide. He could be your guide. He could. To all of it. Yeah. But he's, like you said, you don't need a guide. Walk in any direction. You're going to go right into the gates right. of an event that's somewhere. Right. <laughs> so. He'll be at all of them. That's right. That's the beauty of yeah, it. Yeah, he's going to check in with everybody. Absolutely. Everything. So, again, that's at 1 o'clock tomorrow, uh, Ross Bjork's Aggie Town Hall. And we will play that again for you on the Friday edition of Studio Twelve. But uh, we got about a minute to go. Gary Blair, what a special career! What a special guy to Texas A&M athletics and Texas A&M University. As you know, they're going to name the court after him over there at Reed Arena, and that'll be an emotional night. Set to be his last game at Reed, of yeah. all against all teams number one. You know what, though, <laughs> I'm I'm a big believer in this. Like,
2: I'm glad he gets to see. And will be on his court. Mm-hmm. I'm thrilled by that. that. That We're not doing this after it's too late. Right? Mm-hmm. Let's honor him now. And Dr. John Thornton and I said, that was the game. I said, you know, I'm going to start a game early. We're playing on Gary Blair court as they beat uh, yeah. uh, Georgia last night. You know, and, and it, it just sounds good, sounds right, and it's so well-deserved.
1: All right. So that is tomorrow night. Texas A&M women's basketball takes on number one, South Carolina. So we will be back with you Friday. You'll hear the town hall. Uh, with Ross Bjork, which we will bring you live tomorrow at 1 o'clock on the Aggie Athletics Facebook page. That's all for us on this Wednesday. So long, everybody, on The Zone. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings, just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at, and olive oil on ice cream
4: is the cherry on top. Mm. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate,